It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder fall to the Dallas Mavericks. However, the winning formula for the future of the Thunder was on display in this game. We're going to talk about that, plus SGA matching his career high, and what the Thunder did in this game to fight through some adversity to close out this road trip. We'll talk about that coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show at LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Prize Picks. Let's dive into Oklahoma City, finding their winning formula, putting it on display in front of you for their future, fighting back against Dallas and SGA, matching his career high. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with the promo code Locked On. That's PricePick.com. Promo code Locked On. Let's start this game the way we always do with our game overview. Chet Holmgren was out with a foot injury. Kenny Hustle out with a knee injury, and then Lindy Waters, Jalen Williams, Usman Jang all out on G League assignment. Then, for the Thunder, they also did not play Wiggins or Mike Muscala in this game. Those were DNP CDs for OKC. The the starters for the Thunder, SGA, Josh Giddey, Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, and Pokashevsky, were also the five players who played the most minutes. The big story to me in this game for OKC it wasn't really about the game itself in the, in the sense of who won, who lost, who scored points. It was more so the overarching themes of this team. And the one that stands out the very most 
is how much this team fights. Dallas made 22 three-pointers. Yeah. The Mavericks made 22 three-pointers on 54 attempts. They once led by as many as 16 points after, you know, going on a 12-0 run to start the game. The Mavericks were in control. Right? So so here here's the scene. The Thunder on the final day of a road trip, right? They've played five straight road games in 11 days across four different time zones. It's getaway day. Returning home to sleep in your own bed for an extended period of time. Over the course of these 11 days, how many days were spent in OKC for this team? One. One. They've been at their own homes one time in 11 days. That's tough to do. And so, when that's the case, when it's getaway day, when you're trying to return home, and you've now lasted through this last leg of the five-game road trip that spanned 11 days, and you get down 12 to nothing out of the gate because nothing is working for you offensively, it would have been incredibly easy to pack it in. That's pack-in point number one. In the second quarter, after the, after the Thunder fought back in the first quarter and actually won that first quarter, in the second quarter, the, the, the Mavericks just blew out the Thunder 43-24. That was the, you know, the start of the onslaught from the three-point line, which led to 22 made threes for the Dallas Mavericks in this game. I just can't get over that they made 22 threes on 54 attempts. But yet the Thunder still fought and only lost by seven points. They won the third quarter. They tied the fourth quarter. And I understand that this team is struggling to close out games, and that is frustrating for some fans. But I encourage you to look at how this team is still sitting here fighting, how this team is still sitting here coming back from all these deficits. They're going to struggle to close out games. They're going to struggle to finish on the stretch because they're just a young team. Not only are they a young team, let's go back and review the game overview. They're missing Chet Holmgren. They're missing Kenny Hustle. They're missing their second best player on the roster. The second most talented player on this team is Chet Holmgren. They're missing him for the whole year. Kenny Hustle ranks in the top 10 of players on this roster. You're missing him in this game. And then Usman Jang, Jalen Williams, and Lindy Waters, you know, fill in wherever you want. They're on the G League assignment to kind of try to help their development. But still, you're, you're missing two of your top 10 guys, including your second best player. And... While not closing out games is frustrating, and I totally get it, right? It's hard to get worked up over the the lack of closing out games because it feels, right or wrong, as if, you know, if Chet Holmgren was healthy, this would be different. How many holes can Chet Holmgren fill? A seven-footer with a 7'6 wingspan that shot 40% from three in college. That was an interior shot blocker in college, defended the rim very well in college, uh, and was able to score for himself and also defer to others and kind of play off of a, another uh, star player, which drew Timmy in college as a star. He's not going to be a good NBA player, probably won't get drafted, but in college he was a star in Shed Holmgren's team, and Shed Holmgren balanced out playing with him very well. He'd balance out playing with Shea very well. And, again, he's a drive-and-kick factor for Shea, shooting 40% from three in college with abysmal spacing in the college game, especially playing with Drew, Drew Timmy, obviously. And again, the, the, the rim protection. 
So like everything that you complain about with this team, everything that is stacked against them, everything, everything that is kind of viewed as why they are losing these games, the answer is sitting on your bench in street clothes because of an injury that happened in August. He's out for the season. And that's a bummer. And it's a bummer that they can't close out games. But when you factor in how young they are and you factor in that they have the answer and shut home run on the bench and you factor in how hard this team is fighting and competing, they're not just rolling over. They're not giving these games away. Here you go. But there's just little moments that they've got to learn from. They've got to figure out how to play 48 minutes of basketball. They've got to figure out how to avoid these lows. They're incredible in the third quarter. That's been the consistent fact of this season. They're incredible in the third quarter. They've gotten off the slow starts the majority of the time. And then you can't have that second quarter. You're not going to win very many games whenever you lose a quarter 43 to 24. You're just not. And when the other team shoots 22, you know, makes 22 threes of their 54 attempts, you're also not going to win very many of those games if the team is knocking down 22 threes. But I think that this game, despite coming in a loss, showed that the Thunder can win games in the future. And they do have a winning formula that is pretty easy to build. And also, the Thunder have already shown you that they want to build, that they want to see be sustained and be um, what they rely on for the future of this team. It's staring you right in the face, and it was a glaring benefit for the Thunder in this game whenever things got rolling. We'll talk about what that winning formula is. We'll also talk about SGA matching a career high at 42 points. We'll talk J-Dub scoring output and where this game went right and wrong for OKC all coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Price Picks, folks. Price Picks is incredible. Price Picks is where you want to be. My favorite part about Price Picks is it's daily fantasy made simple, made easy. Look, you you probably have a full-time job. You probably don't work in fantasy sports, but you do want to participate. And the problem with playing fantasy sports is there's always people in those pools that spend their entire life, literally their job, to try to be a shark and to you know figure out all the different edges that you just don't have the time to. So you're at a huge disadvantage, not at price picks. That's why you should go to price picks because at price picks, it's just you versus the projected numbers. You pick two to six players and you go and see how they stack up with the price pick projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. It's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, golf, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Eurobasket, cricket, and more. They have everything you want at Price Picks. So go give them a shot. Price Picks is there for you. You can make your selections in 60 seconds or less. Check it out today on price pick go to the app right now and use our code locked on which will get you a hundred percent hundred dollar instant deposit match guarantee promo code locked on the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast for the games that matter most of every single sport. Go beyond the box score and behind the scenes that only Locked On can provide for you. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast from. Also, subscribe to the Locked On Thunder podcast on YouTube. Give us a like. Listen to us anywhere you get your podcast from, including YouTube, any podcatcher out there as well. But I think that despite this being a loss, the Thunder showed their winning formula for the future, and they've, and they've kind of shown you the blueprint they're going to try to go with for the future. And I think that it stems from Isaiah Joe. Look, people are always freaking out, and they have been since the day Josh Giddy was drafted. How are you going to build a team around Shea and Giddy? How will this pairing work together? The answer is Isaiah Joe-type players, shooters that can space the floor, to be there on the drive and kicks from Shea, to be there for the creative playmaking ability that Josh Giddy possesses to open up shooters. But they've got to be able to get the ball to people who can hit the shot. And Isaiah Joe can. Now we went into Isaiah Joe's um, entire kind of pathway for next year on yesterday's podcast. Is he going to be here? Is he not going to be here? The interesting case about Isaiah Joe, both being an OKC long-term and also not being an OKC long-term on yesterday's podcast. Go back and listen to that. But what I'm saying here is the most important thing for the Thunder in the future, if they want to win games, which they obviously do in the future and want to flush out this roster and want to make this the best team that they can possibly make it, it's going to be finding shooters. And Isaiah Joe's been proving that with how well he plays on the floor with SGA, with Josh Giddy, and how much easier he makes their life. Because SGA has such intense roll gravity to the rim. If you have shooters who have shooting gravity with SGA who has roll gravity, the defense is in an absolute pretzel. They don't know what to do. You have a guy in Josh Giddy who can pass guys open. You hear that a lot in football about quarterbacks, but Josh Giddy can pass guys open in basketball. Isaiah Joe in this game, 12 points, 7 rebounds and assists, 4 for 7 from 3, uh, 20 minutes played in this one, uh, only a minute shy of being in the top 5 of players' uh, minutes in this one. Whenever you give SGA more space, he's going to dominate. It's plain and simple. Whenever SGA hits the paint and four defenders hit the paint with him, he's got to have somebody to kick to that can knock down the shot. And the Thunder are already investing in shooting. This is not anything new to them. They'll continue to do so. And so how? How will they continue to invest in shooting? Well, this draft presents a ton of three-point shooters. Just to name a few kind of in the range of where OKC could be picking, Grady Dick, Brandon Miller, Cam Whitmore, etc. Guys that can really blitz the net. All three of those guys also have a lot of defensive upside to their game as well. Even beyond this draft class, you have a mountain of draft picks to go and make a trade. You have cap space to go try to sign somebody if you want to this offseason. But beyond all of that, even just internally, evaluate the moves that they've made recently. Evaluate this roster at hand right now. Trey Mann is supposed to be able to shoot. He's in a brutal cold spell right now, but supposed to be able to shoot. He went one for two today from three. 
Jeremiah Robinson Earl has shown incredible three-point upside and has actual and has actualized that in this season. Wiggins has nice three-point upside. Lou Dort, a streaky shooter in the last 10 games, uh, shot 40% from three uh, after starting out terribly from three, obviously. Was not good as a rookie as a three-point shooter, has improved each year from that. And I think that this, you know, percentages from Lou Dort, these percentages from Lou Dort get better as the roster gets better, as he's not asked to be the more most you know the second most aggressive offensive player that the Thunder have. As that responsibility goes to Chet Holmgren, as that responsibility grows with Josh Giddy, as that responsibility grows with whoever else you add to this roster, and he gets moved further and further down that pecking order, then he's taking those corner threes. He's 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 not being asked to do too much, and he's not tanking his percentages with it. J Dub has three point percentage upside. Josh Giddy, of course, has improved his three-point percentage dramatically. Still not where he needs to be. Still needs to be about 5 6 7% better. But this is the first half of an offseason in which Josh Giddy's gotten to work with Chip England. That is a long-term investment. That's not a short-term outcome. That is a long-term investment for Chip England to work with Josh Giddy. We've seen Pokashevsky shoot better from three, shooting 40% from deep right now. You can even throw in Muscala. I know Muscala's older, and I know he's not shooting as well as he has historically in this season. But you know, if you want to throw in Muscala, fine. But the Thunder are investing in three-point shooting. They're going to continue to do so, and that will continue to make Josh Giddy better. It'll even make SGA better, who's already in MVP conversations. And if SGA gets better, if Josh Giddy gets better, if life gets easier for them, and that pairing continues to, to mesh and eventually looks really, really good, the Thunder, by proxy, will be very, very good. It's all right there for you. You can see how this team is supposed to be built, and that is why... I do not freak out about the pairing of SGA and Josh Giddy. The only time I would freak out about a pairing, and if, if it can work, is if there's no clear pathway to make it work. If you're wondering, I don't know how, I don't know how you even do this. No, we know how you do it. It's going and getting the shooters to do it. And the Thunder are doing that. So that's why I'm at peace. That's why I am perfectly fine with this pairing, and I'm not going to overreact to the, the the less than 82 games that you know, Josh Giddy has played in his career with SGA, of course. You know, he, he's played, you know, 70-something games in his career, Josh Giddy has, and they haven't all been with SGA. In fact, a great deal of the 77 games he's played this year, Josh Giddy, I mean, I'm sorry, not this year, but, you know, in his career, have not been with SGA. But still, when they are playing together, you see how it can work. And seeing that running on the wall of how it can work allows me to not worry if it will work. In this game, Josh Giddy was good. 46% from the floor. Two for two from three. 14 points, five rebounds, four assists, and a steal. So a good game from Josh Giddy as well. Jalen Williams was good. One for four from three. 61% from the floor in general. Scored at all three levels. Four assists, 17 points from Jalen Williams. But I think that Isaiah Joe provides the blueprint for how this team can look as you add shooters. Now imagine an Isaiah Joe type of player, let's say Cam Whitmore, and Chet Holmgren on the floor at the exact same time with SGA, with Josh Giddy. And as you start to expand that out to not just one shooter, but now two, three, etc., you get an incredible looking machine that can be ran for the Thunder and for um, Oklahoma City in general, and a really good team. A really, really good team. 
We'll talk about SGA coming up who matched a career high. But first, I want to tell you right now that the show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one spot for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Go check out the latest odds, trends, and action of every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, World Cup, and everything else. You've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always going to say that BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action because it is. And you go right now to betonline.net. You go to their sports book, and as it pulls up right here, boom, you can bet on football, which Thursday is the Niners and Seahawks, and the Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home to the 49ers. You want to bet on basketball because that's the only sport that you follow? I totally hear you there. You just open up the basketball tab and go to the NBA, and boom, Sixers are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Sacramento Kings. That'll be a fun game uh, on Wednesday as well, so go check that out uh, as well at Bet Online. They have prop bets. They have straight-up games, everything you want to bet on at Bet Online For the latest odds, news, and scores, check out Bet Online today where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. When it's like SGA tying his career high, 42 points, three assists, three steals, and one of those steals was just this incredible leaping up acrobatic deflection where he where he picked you know he deflects it and then he goes and gets the ball and Spencer Dinwiddie's on his back and he goes up and dunks it. Uh, two rebounds as well. Went 13 for 13 at the free throw line, one for two from three, 61% from the floor. Folks, SGA is dunking a lot more. SGA, to put that in perspective. SGA has 13 dunks already this year. All of last year, SGA had 23 dunks. Why does that matter? Well, the aggression and force that you need to go up and rise and dunk gets you a lot more contact, which gets you to the free throw line, and also just gets you more power and gets you better finishes through that contact, which can go to the free throw line with and ones, or of course can just get you the finishes no matter if they're going to give you the whistle or not. He has the beautiful step-back three, killing it in the mid-range, step-back three over Kleba, step-back mid-range jumper at the free-throw line. SGA is a star. He returned to the game at the nine-minute mark trying to get this win for OKC, which is earlier than normal. But, of course, you know the Thunder could not prevail, but they did lose by seven, and SGA was there trying to make it happen. When you look at SGA this year, look at all the areas in which SGA has improved. He's improved defensively. He's improved his handle, in my opinion. He's gotten to the line more and made more free throws. He's shooting a better percent from the free throw line and getting there a lot more this year. Third most in the league. He has better rim finishing this year by the numbers, better uh, mid-range shooting this year by the numbers, better passing, in my opinion, with better playmaking decisions made and trusting his teammates more on these kickouts. SGA's improved in every single category except for the three-point line. Every single phase of the game except the three-point line has been an, an improvement for SGA who is 24 years old, still getting better, and will get better as this roster continues to be built around him. He's on the max contract with no opt-outs. This is an incredible time to be in Oklahoma City. 
and I want to put it in, into perspective each time we talk about this because you are not promised guys like SGA. I know it feels that way because you go from Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James Harden to Paul George, Russell Westbrook to Chris Paul, you know, and, and Carmelo Anthony's on the team and you have all these Hall of Famers, right? Littered throughout the history of the Thunder. And then you go right from that era of rattling off right at ta- ta- all these Hall of Famers that were on the team right into, boom, now you have another young stud in SGA who can, who can you know, reach MVP level heights and for NBA first team heights and is a, is a star in the making in Oklahoma City. Obviously, a long way to go. He's only 24 years old. Let's see where his career takes him. But just in general, these caliber of players do not grow on trees, do not fall from the sky, are not promised to NBA franchises, are not promised to NBA cities. The Thunder, though, feel that way because since the conception of the Thunder, since they moved from Seattle to Oklahoma City, they've had one. They've had one of these guys on the roster. But it's not promised. Look around. Look around. The NBA. Look at where you are. Look at where you started. It, it's it's not promised. But SGA is, an, is a member of the Thunder, and that is very, 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 very exciting. And I cannot wait to see how he gets even better. Because while this ascension has been great, we've listed off the ways in which he specifically improves as his teammates get better. Not just in the court of public perception, but in, but in actuality on the floor production. He gets better as his roster continues to thrive. So the Thunder do lose this game, 121 to 114. Dallas once up 16 points. OKC once led by seven. Two lead changes, six times tied. The Mavericks won the rebounding battle, 50 to 42. The Mavericks did have one more turnover, but here's the kicker, which has been the problem all year for the Thunder. The Thunder create one more turnover, although the Mavericks scored six more points off of turnovers. Uh, and of course, a lot of that's due to how many threes that the Mavericks were able to knock down. But still, uh, OKC won points in the paint, 52 to 32. OKC lost second chance points 24 to 13. OKC did win fast break points 17 to 9. The Thunder sh- uh, shooting splits were 42, 32, and 95. Pretty nice night for the Thunder in terms of what you expect from them. You know, shooting 32% from three, uh, it can be worse and has been worse this season than 32%. So it's nice to see them in that ballpark. 94% from the line, very good. Uh, 47% from the floor, very good. The Mavericks shot 41% from the floor, 40% from three, and 84% at the free throw line. The teams tied the, th- the fourth quarter. The Thunder won the third quarter. OKC was blown out in the second quarter, as we discussed earlier. In the first quarter, OKC actually won, despite starting down 12-0. They won 28-23. If you erase that second quarter, if you just erase it from your memory bank, OKC wins this game. Dallas has four in double figures. OKC has five in double figures in this one. You know, Poku didn't score in this game, but did play uh, 21 minutes and get nine rebounds and two assists. I think that that's a sign that, you know, the process over results thing where, sure, the results weren't there in terms of scoring. He, he went 0 for 3 from the floor. But the fact that Mark did not pull him out of this game and played him 21 minutes, which is a, a quality number for him, kind of shows that he was still doing some things right. Obviously not perfect, but still doing some things right. It's not like he's playing, it's not like, it's not like he played nine minutes in this game, which has been a, a theme for him whenever he isn't bringing physicality. Uh, Mark obviously saw enough in him to play him still 21 minutes. Uh, Jeremiah Upsnarl left with a leg injury. I hope that Jeremiah Upsnarl was okay. That leg injury did not look good on television, but I'm not a doctor, so we'll see what JRE's status is on Wednesday. Uh, but he did leave this game with a leg injury. Darius Baisley struggled again. And, and me personally, I've, I've said it before, I don't like the Wiggins DNP CDs. I would rather have him be playing on the floor, in my opinion. But he gets a DNP CD, does not play 
We'll see where that leads him next game. Better the day was OKC plus nine. They covered MVP of the game is SGA. So up next Wednesday, we have a draft podcast with Mavs draft on Twitter, Richard Stamen, and also the host of locked in NBA big board Thursday, heat recap, Friday mailbag, Saturday wolves recap, and then Sunday Grizzlies recap. And then we'll do it all again next week on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. So jam packed week still ahead for you on Lockdown Thunder. Subscribe, 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 wherever you get your podcast from, including on YouTube. Comment down below on YouTube. Let me know what you think of this team fighting back in Dallas means and what you think the winning formula is for the Thunder moving forward. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.